Hello and welcome to Catching Up and Making an Impact Extended. I am Morgan. And I'm Alicia. And here we go. All right. Hello. Welcome back, guys. We are here with another episode of our extended podcast. Uh, Today is episode six, Handling Conflict. Yay. It doesn't seem like an an episode you can be really excited about, but I'm always super excited. Oh, it's a good one. It's yeah. Oh, but first our sunshine and shadows. Yay. You know, almost forgot. All right. Getting into it. Favorite part, but somehow so easy. I know. To every time. <laughs> well, because I get so excited. I'm like, hey, here are my notes. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Right. So what day is it even? Did I even do it? The 19th. Oh, there it is. Okay. The affirmation for today is if a few if a few others don't accept me, I'm okay with that. And then the sunshines for today are my family and friends um, that I have this time to kind of work on things and explore and just to relax and not be stressed um, about work in COVID times. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I have a place to live during these like Amazing. really hard times. Like I'm just very thankful about that, especially on these cold, cold days. Um, and then my shadow for today is the lack of consistency um, that I seem to be having with my launch that just passed, except it doesn't seem like a lack of consistency because I felt like I was cons- consistent. So as I was writing this shadow, I figured this is probably something I'm going to have to dig deeper into to figure mm-hmm. out it doesn't, how I'm feeling yeah. about that. But so yeah. that's on my to-do list. <laughs> I feel that yeah that's hard especially when you think you like put like a lot of work into something and it didn't quite go the way that you wanted to and it's just no I get that it's hard feeling for sure that was definitely like my first challenge it like didn't go the way that I thought it would and so I was like a little upset about it but then I just realized like that's just an opportunity to come back with another one and just come Mm -hmm. back that much harder and learn from exactly That's right. That's what I have a hard time with too, is like, okay, that high of like expecting the high thing, like expecting Mm -hmm. your expectations or whatever. And then like when you don't meet those expectations, I feel like I need to just be instantly happy, instantly like, Mm -hmm. oh no, it's okay. Like bounce back type thing. But like, I need to sit with it. I need to feel that. And have those feelings. mm -hmm. So I'm just going to have to journal that out and we'll see how it goes. Journal it out, take that bath do what feels good and then mm-hmm. come back with a good attitude tomorrow. If not tomorrow, then try again Thursday. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So mine are it's so funny. Mine are kind of similar to yours this week, which is so awesome. Um, but yeah. My first sunshine is just, yeah, I am feeling a lot healthier lately. Um, my hip and my like hamstring are not bugging me at all. So just feeling good. My workouts are really good. So feeling a lot more on track with that. Um, mm. Yeah. And just more time at home with the pets has been really, really awesome. Um, again, like they just, they nailed their training session this morning and it's just like going so well, just so happy and proud of both of them. Like they're just falling in love and I'm just, Oh, oh I love it so much. I love watching them grow. I um, love how you have training sessions in the morning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> every morning. It's so cute. I love that. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. And I'm just super happy. Exactly. Like that we have a home and everything through this whole COVID thing. Like Cody went back to work yesterday. And so like, he just had like a little bit of anxiety about that. Um, Cause he just, he's not someone who likes change and just like, especially the past like year and a bit, things just flip every, like mm-hmm. every week or two, it seems. And so he just has a hard time adjusting with that. Um, and so I just tried to like be that positive person for him, just kind of there for him yesterday. So um, just, yeah, just being very thankful that we have a house and we've been studied through this whole COVID thing. And like, he's had a job this whole time. Mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough to be on EI and everything. So as tough as it is, like we obviously could be in way worse situations. So just trying to be grateful for mm-hmm. the situation we are in. Um, and my shadow, like <laughs> as funny as it's blessing, it's also COVID. Um, it's just cause the extension it's not official, but is it being extended three more weeks. And so yeah. that just means I don't get to go back to work for a little bit, which makes me sad, but mm-hmm. I'm going to try to help people from home the best I can. So Exactly. That's all we can do. And I like that you said like that you were there to be able to be the positive um, person there for Cody, especially Mm -hmm. when going back to work and yeah, change is so hard. Like, okay, so you finally get into this routine and then you're switched into getting going home for however long. And then you finally get into that routine and then it's switched up. Like that's completely just, just the military is very, it's, it's not an easy job to have. They, yeah it's just it's stressful and especially when like they just don't know what's happening from one moment to the next so he's always just on very high alert and so that's just obviously going to make your anxiety but he already is an anxious person to begin with so doesn't do too well but I am usually the opposite of that so yeah being an anchor for him is very important yes exactly oh my gosh that's so good Mm -hmm. yay okay yeah so conflict off and here we go um so the last week we kind of talked about friendships and things like that we kind of talked about how sometimes friendship and friendships end and that's okay um so today we're kind of talking about conflict we thought they went really hand in hand together um and yeah so I'm just gonna kind of start off by saying what conflict is to me yesterday in one of our um conversations like behind the scenes conversations we discussed different types of conflict how we dealt with them now and how we used to and we realized that conflict kind of seems different to each person so um yeah this is my interpretation of conflict and um where it kind of came from so for me conflict is like yelling anger um those heated discussions doesn't always have to be yelling just like loud booming voices um that's kind of what happened in my family we didn't they didn't yell all the time um my a lot of like my bigger extended family whenever we're all together there's always talking over each other and things like that but it's not like angry angrily yelling Mm -hmm. um but definitely that booming like frightening voice when dad gets mad and he's like no don't do that that was kind of the thing for me and um conflict from when I was involved in conflict it was never me yelling back at somebody it was somebody yelling at me and then me shutting down me crying or like lashing out so mm-hmm. that was pretty much my experience with conflict. Gotcha. Yeah. Like I grew up around like a lot of screaming matches, a lot of like things would be thrown, things are broken, like people are like leaving the scene. Like I, yeah, I come from a very dysfunctional family with a lot of like crazy behaviors. And so conflict is like, it's nuts. Like, yeah. So I've, 
um, always been like on very high alert. So like, I'm just naturally like a very defensive person and I'm mm-hmm. always ready for conflict. And like, I kind of, um, like I kind of discovered before that I used to like secretly enjoy it. I was about to ask, like, is that like a comfort zone? Type yeah, thing? exactly. Because I just, I knew, I knew what it was. I knew how to have a fight. I know how to yell. I know how to make someone really mad. I know how to like say the things that you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. And like, it's obviously like not good at all, but like exactly that was my comfort zone. That's like where if things go bad. They're bad. Let's go. Yeah. So. And that was probably a lot more comfortable than having a, a heart to heart conversation where you're crying and ew. I would rather <laughs> scream and break things than like sit down and like talk about feelings calmly. Like I don't know how to have like a calm fight, but that's where like Cody is the hundred percent opposite though mm-hmm. so that's like and he's taken me from a 15 to like a four like I can fight now and like but yeah it's yeah we'll get into it later but yeah I, it's I've come from like it's crazy it's crazy nice yeah so kind of two different perspectives here which I'm really excited to get into it because everybody has their own thing right and it's really it's personal to everybody. So it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, Cause your past definitely like how you have encountered or experienced things in the past is going to um, change or influence how you are doing things in the future. So I love exactly. that. Okay. So how do you kind of want to go back and forth? So I'll say mm-hmm. like how I yeah. handle conflict and then, yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. So now I'm pretty aware of like my feelings of my reactions and things like that, but that's like recent, like within the last year, because I took uh, an emotions exposed course at the beginning of 2020 okay. and I learned how to feel into my feelings before I pretty much only felt frustration, anger, happiness, like those three big ones, like I would get super happy, super excited, or like angry. Um, so, but now I'm definitely very, um, I know what I'm feeling. I kind of understand the consequences of, of my reactions and things like that. I, like I said, when I'm in conflict, it's not generally me yelling back. It's me like receiving the yelling. So Mm -hmm. I'm really, generally good at listening. I have two modes of um, how I handle conflict. One is in like customer service slash security mode. I'm the best de-escalator. Like that is my thing. It's number one on my resume. I can de-escalate pretty much any situation. Put me in the middle of a fight. Like I'll bring you down. But if it's a personal thing, like with me and Tyler, for some reason, I just can't like, it's not for, it's not available for me to be able to like, listen and, and apply rational thought to it it's Mm -hmm. very different um so I definitely have to catch myself on that but yeah um for my job and things like that I'm definitely pretty level-headed um and then I I definitely now I address issues right away if something makes me a little angry like more on on the personal end like if Tyler's clothes are on the floor I'll be like hey like I didn't like this how you had the clothes on the floor or could we maybe make the bed like I don't hold in all of those little things for two weeks and then let it let it explode and make me seem crazy Mm -hmm. I express them as I kind of experience them and don't let it all bottle up into pressure and anger so yeah yeah that's that's an awesome transformation yeah I can't wait to get into what I used to be it's so exciting (sighs) 
well, yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to start with how, like, I think I'm going to start with how I used to be because, like, my now, like, it's not going to make sense if you right. don't. Yeah, if you don't, silly. Like, so, yeah, before that, like, I was the same. Like, I, I was never, like, I was never a huge, like, break thing person, get angry, but, like, so I didn't get that from, like, my family and the people around me. But I, like, yeah, I'm a big, big yeller. I, like, I cut with my words and I know that I can be like very, very mean. Um, and so I used to, yeah, just be like super harsh. Like I just, I would wait until we are like in that fight moment. And then I would like pull out that one thing that you just don't ever want to hear mm-hmm. about yourself. And like, it just, yeah. And I like, I am not someone who gets like, it's really hard to like really hurt me deeply um because I just have my guard up so hard Mm -hmm. I just like it's so fights are they used to be like just very one-sided like people would be mad and I would start it but then I just would like not let it end Mm -hmm. like always needed to finish it and have that like big thing um but then yeah when I started dating Cody um I just like even started before that I kind of started to like calm down and stuff but I just was like a very petty like angry person um and now I just like being in a relationship with him though, like he's so open and he's so the opposite of that. Like anytime I was ever even slightly like that with him, I could visually see how much it hurt him. And that's when I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like that, like, like, wow. (laughs) And then you're like, shit, like I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so like, it's taken a lot of work over the past like three years and stuff. And now like, it's gotten to the situation like where we fight, like I just have to like, if it's like a really heated situation and I can't seem to have a rational like calm conversation I need to remove myself Mm -hmm. until I can calm down and I can think through of like why I'm so upset and why like I feel the need to be like so angry and so on about it Mm -hmm. but then it's the opposite at work at work when there's conflict I it take like a very I've been told it's a harsh professional tone where I'm basically telling you you're stupid (laughs) with my voice but not saying the words it's so I either do that or I a hundred percent shut down. I just, I just don't say, right. and I just, mm-hmm, because I can feel that I'm starting to get those like uh-huh. thoughts, but I don't know how to calm them down enough yet. I don't mm-hmm. know how to express my frustration in a non aggressive way. Right. Yeah. And not fully I, think, there. I think that's really awesome that you have that awareness now and you can remove yourself from the situation or just like take a couple deep breaths at work because I know it's super hard it's super hard to be professional in some circumstances some people Mm -hmm. oh boy man it's rough but yeah but even then I just I wasn't aware of how my reactions were and like yeah it's oh man it's hard though like but it's just yeah it's literally just removing myself in those deep breaths and like just getting down to the roof of like okay but why am I so mad why does that make me so angry that I feel the need to just like freak the fuck Mm -hmm. out exactly yes um that's definitely super similar to me when from how I used to be um I was very explosive but at work I was very submissive and um around certain people like probably around you and like main friends I don't think I would have ever gotten like super mad and like lost it like Mm -hmm. 
I was probably from, I think I was very calm, especially around the later years when I was just stoned all of the time. But if I lost it, like stubbed my toe at the wrong time or like something, yeah. like I would just lose it. Like I would, I wouldn't say I would throw things, but like firmly place them down or like just like swear, yell, like throw yeah. shit down, like jacket or whatever. Like, and if you like my family's view of my anger versus everybody else's view is so so different because my family sees me like my cousin we were younger and we were walking home from the mall in Pembroke and we didn't know really know Pembroke roads but my cousin's like yep this is the right road I'm like are you fucking sure I know that this is the way home I just want to go home she's like no yeah. this is a shortcut fucking dead end so I got mad and I like squeezed her face like I literally just squeezed her face and she was like scared and yeah because I'm a huge like I was like 13 I'm a big person I just grabbed her face and like squished it and like oh man and then there was my apology thing I had I for the whole walk home I knew I should apologize didn't fucking want to I don't think I ever apologized for it like yeah what like just let it all just let it it was so crazy Mm -hmm. but and that's um, kind of where, yeah, like I just, mm-hmm. yeah, I just have that explosive moment. I, you, yeah, I just have a hard, there's no slow incline. It's mm-hmm. like, it's very quick. And yeah. that's, people say it's a French trait and like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it can be because my whole family is like that. But it's also, it's, I let myself be affected by situations like that. I, I let myself react like that. Yeah. It's so, so hard. Like, I don't even know. I think just the awareness, like going like the biggest difference from the, from my used to, to my now is Mm -hmm. that I take that minute. I am aware and I feel what I actually want to feel. I don't let it just go to frustration or anger because that's how it's easiest, easily more, most easier, easily expressed. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, fuck like after that program it was just such an instant change almost um I I what is it is it a puppy yay I'm like I want to see the puppy he's Um, laying on the ground oh he wants his chair back I know he's sad I switched chairs he's really sad (laughs) um after this course I was on the phone with my mom. It was when me and Tyler were in lockdown in North Bay for the first time. Um, And she, my mom had sent a care package over and I thought that was so nice. Like, love that. Um, Mm -hmm. And we were opening everything. And I realized that she sent, like she had sent us some medicine, but we read on the back that he couldn't take that medicine with the other medicine that he was taking. And I was on the phone with my mom later. And I had mentioned that, like I said, Oh, we thank you for the medicine, but like, we can't use it right now. We'll use it later type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after we were off the phone, Tyler, he, the only thing he said was, Oh, you shouldn't like, I wouldn't have said that to my mom. Like you just let her think that we're using it. And like, initially I got super angry. I got so annoyed I was like, well, obviously I'm just going to try that. Like, I just like, yeah, that makes sense that Tyler would say that. Like, yeah, don't lie or maybe just use a white lie. Like, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. So I was mad that I possibly hurt my mom. I was mad that he called me on it. But then like I was walking down the stairs, I took a deep breath and I thought to myself, what am I actually feeling? And then 
I realized I was actually sad that I might have hurt my mom. I was actually mm-hmm. sad that this happened. And then I went, I walked upstairs. I just start bawling. He's like, are you okay? Like, what the fuck? So that, but that was at the beginning of me realizing like any of this, I had no idea that I didn't want to feel half of my emotions. And that's why I would always feel angry or frustrated yeah. about things. I didn't let myself feel like sadness or pretty much just sadness or disappointment, like mm-hmm. anything like that, any of those the gut turning like kick like kick in the stomach kind of feelings nobody likes those but no exactly and it's like I used to describe myself as someone who like exactly like only had two emotions like I was either happy or I was either super fucking pissed like that was it nothing else existed in my world I didn't have time for anything else like it was stupid like Mm -hmm. processing your emotions and coping like ew like that's ridiculous that's like stupid stuff but yeah like it just took like so long to realize like how childish that is and like and how how it affects you negatively Mm -hmm. right right well exactly like I think I'm angry all the time but like no like exactly like Cody calls me on things all the time and I get like angry defensive and I'm like well no like just don't say that like leave me alone and then I like go and I calm down and have our fight whatever and then I realize exactly like yo, I'm just either like embarrassed or I'm just like sad Mm -hmm. or I'm just hurt and like we've realized like, I am a very, very prideful person. I have a really, really hard time taking that first step and being like, you know what, this is a really stupid fight. Like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like that is really hard for me for some reason. And I'm trying to find out like, why, like, I don't have an ego. Like I don't like, obviously everyone has an ego, but like, I don't have like a gym ego. Like I don't need people to think I'm like really cool. And like, I, like, I genuinely don't care. However, I never want people to perceive me as weak and that I'm vulnerable and like, and I, but why, why is that? So, but I like, I I used to just refuse to like open that. The vulnerability is such a hard thing to, to switch on because I was in the same position. Like I literally was never vulnerable. Like never, I would not, I don't even know why. I took that stance, but I remember from an early age, I think it had to do with when I had a mushroom cut. I think it was my coping mechanism, you know, like I was a big girl. Well, not really. Like I look back on these photos. I'm like, I'm a normal fucking sized eight year old. Like, why was I so, but anyways, so I think it was the mushroom cut and I needed to defend myself against Mm -hmm. being vulnerable. Like, okay, I have a mushroom cut. I need to be tough or, and then I turned from like the mushroom cut, I kind of transitioned into a tomboy, which zero vulnerability, like there goes like anything feminine, you know what I mean? And it took me years to get over that years, even like into high school and stuff like that. Even um, the last few years of high school, I was still getting used to even having my hair up or wearing makeup or wearing a shirt that wasn't a man's shirt you know like Mm -hmm. very weird so along with femininity I think because you wouldn't allow yourself to have those feelings you didn't exactly exactly Mm -hmm. like being all that girl talk and those girl feelings and like nothing yeah 100% and I I was was so uncomfortable with any of that vulnerability you know Mm -hmm. very weird right and that's why I kind of realized like until I got to North Bay like I was always very private about like my home situation and everything like that and then like as soon as I got to North Bay like that's when like, oh, I remember it. Like, I'm not going to say who it was, but I know who it was that said Mm -hmm. this to me. And it was like, not very nice, but like we were in grade seven. I had been in North Bay for like maybe two months at this point. I started going to Fricker at 
it was like, I was in grade seven and I had, I had only yeah, been there for not very long. And we were in like one of the portables in classes. And I had kind of gotten into like a sassy kind of like verbal thing with this other student. And we were about to like walk out of the room. And then as we're going to leave, he's like, yeah, well, at least my parents love me. Oh, and that's because I had like, they had known that I was a foster kid and I didn't live with my family and I was with my, oh aunt my and uncle. God. Yeah. And for a 13 year old to like, like I was going through a lot of shit. And so yeah, that just, that's I was, an unstable time generally. And like, yeah, exactly. So like, I just immediately was like, boom, wall out. So I just became that funny bitch then. So I was like, cool. So that's what I always had that comeback. I always was ready to fight. I'm always like on mm-hmm. defense because like, I have no feelings. You mm-hmm. cannot reach them. You cannot hurt mm-hmm. me. Try yeah. Because- that's crazy. Like that's, that gives mm. you goosebumps that you know when that wall went up, you know? Oh, and like, I felt it. <laughs> And then just, yeah, so many like, and, but that's, I kind of feel like I already wasn't even comfortable with being vulnerable 100%. and like to begin with and stuff. And yeah. And it just like, it's so weird how little moments like that can just like mold you. And I just held on to that for so long without mm-hmm. even realizing it. And like, it was 10 plus years that I let stuff like that hurt me. And I like, wouldn't be vulnerable with the people in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, yeah. And like, it's so much work the past little bit, but like, oh man, it feels so much better to be open like, and to yes. have mature conversations and like actually talk through disagreements. Like, right. Exactly. Like, oh, it's nuts. To be able to say what you feel mm-hmm. or think like is such a change, like just so and realizing insane. that you have the right to like, you have an opinion, you're allowed to express your pain. And the biggest thing is like, if someone tells you they didn't hurt you or like, that's like own it. Like you're like, you don't let anyone tell you that it didn't, it didn't happen. happen. They might not see it the same way as you, but like, and, but you still just need to try to approach it again. And like, exactly. I have the perfect example for this. Like, it's not really with conflict or anything, but like Tyler loves to touch me and like, like, whatever Mm -hmm. with his hands I am super fucking ticklish and I hate being tickled like especially out of nowhere so he'll go and touch me and it's super cute like sometimes I like being touched I'm like 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 a cat that way but like don't tickle me and then he'll be like I'm not tickling you I'm like and he would say that for a while like I think it was a few months I'm like you're fucking gaslighting me and then he's like what no I'm like but yeah like you're tickling me and you're, I'm telling you, you're tickling me and you're saying, no, I'm not like, that's yeah. what that is. And he's like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Like, right. I just honestly, I'm not trying to, I'm like, I know, but mm-hmm. I'm ticklish. Like literally anywhere you touch me, I will be ticklish. Like I can't. Right. Well, and like so Morgan that's... now compared to Morgan, like five years ago, how would you have handled that? Situation? Oh my God. I would have been angry. And I catch myself still sometimes like I need to force myself to say what's in my head because I know it'll just live there forever and wait until the next like little thing happens. And then I'll just explode, get Mm -hmm. mad. And then it will ruin the whole day. Like why let one minute ruin your whole day of. Yeah. Well, right. And that's like what I kind of do too. Like I tell myself sometimes that like, okay, it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to address the situation. I'm just going to move on and it'll be fine. And then you do that so many times and so many times. Exactly. And then it's built up and you're upset about four or five situations that like you just blow up and like, I've done that to Cody and he's like, I don't understand where this is coming from. And why are you bringing up like this, this, and this, like that happened, like, that's not the situation we're talking about right now. 
and then I'll defend myself like well no but that's what I'm upset about and he like, like I am no. exactly exactly he stands his ground he's like you didn't bring that up at those times like we are having this fight and you're talking about the three other things that you're upset about he's like I don't understand yeah and it took it took him like shooting like not shooting that like it took him explaining it like that for me to be like okay yeah like just because we have one fight doesn't mean I can bring up the 15 others but at the same time why am I not bringing them up and not addressing them in the situation if they're really affecting me that much and really making me feel a certain way like I should just address it like exactly and that's I think where owning and honoring your voice and your feelings really comes in and I didn't understand what owning and honoring your voice meant but it just means like saying what you mean saying what you feel saying it when you want to say it Mm -hmm. and honoring that like standing behind that and not letting someone tell you that that's wrong Mm -hmm. because your feelings are super important and you shouldn't tiptoe around other people's feelings um, because that's going to cause you emotional pain and conflict Mm -hmm. so just let somebody know if somebody's getting mad at you for you confronting them about something or you telling them um, a way. So the way that you feel like that's not, it's not your responsibility of how they interpret that and react to that. It's not your fault the way they react to that. If they react to that wrong, like Mm -hmm. you are saying your piece, you're allowed to do that. They should be honoring that. But if they react in a negative way and attack you over that, like that's not, that has nothing to do with you. That only has to do with them. Mm-hmm. well and stop apologizing too like Ooh, when that's you're a good point. something up yeah and you're handling a conflict and you're having an uncomfortable conversation like don't apologize for it and that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned over the past year like at work like obviously with COVID and everything like we had a lot of restrictions we had to operate under very very strict rules it was very stressful as staff to try to control members and like you're trying to control people Uh and like tell them what to do in the gym and like when people have been doing a certain routine and doing things a certain way for so long that like the rules do change a lot and it's very hard and it's very stressful but like I had to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations and as soon as I stopped apologizing for enforcing the rules and doing my job and just I stated what I meant I was very firm about it if you do not see it this way you need to leave but like oh man, it took so much practice. And like, if you're having a hard time having a conversation, like it's really silly and like, it feels really dumb, but like role play the conversation. Like what the shower's for. Map it out. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't want to do it with a different person, like play it out in your head, not even like play out you winning the situation. I play out the situation of like, I'm bringing up a member not wearing their mask when they're supposed to be walking throughout the gym. They're angry at me. How do I respond? You state the rule, state your intention, state the purpose. And that's the biggest thing is like, if you go into any conversation stating your intention and your purpose, like I'm not here to get you in trouble. I'm not here to make you angry. This just needs to happen. Like 100%. mm -hmm. I love that. Um, I resonate with that so much because literally my summer job as a park warden, nobody, when they see you walking onto your site, like nobody likes that. Yeah, I didn't like that as a camper. You know what I mean? So when I walk onto a site, we are told you introduce yourself. So here's my speech. Hi, I'm Morgan. I'm the park warden. Just so you know, you cannot be burning dead, dead wood. You can't be burning anything from the forest. Um, You can buy some firewood from the front, but unfortunately that is natural habitat. So that has to stay in the forest. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, you can't be drinking off of your site. Can you dump that out or just head back to your site and put that in a cup? Like, 
you state who you are, state your intention and you state a, like a solution to the problem. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly like always have a solution. Like, and that's the thing, like, even if you like, I guess I shouldn't say always have a solution. Cause like, yeah, I was about to say like, like, yeah, like there's a lot of like conflicts that Cody and I go into and we don't have a conversation, but like be willing to find a solution, like be willing to, if you don't have what you want the end resolution to be in your brain then work with them on it like compromise like because there has to be something that makes the two of you happy or whoever is in the situation but you just have to state it you have to make it clear that you are either not happy with the situation or it's hurting you or you see it's hurting someone else or whatever you just got to state it and be honest and be open and just try to take your personal feelings out of it as much as you can and just focus on like what's happening Mm -hmm. so you might feel upset in the moment, but why is it making you upset? Is it the way the words, is it the way it was said to you, the time it was brought up? Because usually it's a lot more than just, you're making me sad. You're making me angry. It's usually something else. Yeah, exactly. Like the context. Oh, it's, I'm laughing because I get fucked up by this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. like Tyler will say something and it's, I just mishear it. And it's like, yeah then all of a sudden I'm pissed and he's like why is she pissed like what mm-hmm. happened and then we're both like what's yeah. happening you know it's oh it's crazy the amount of fights that Cody and I realize because of miscommunication or misheard words or sentences or I'm already frustrated at a different situation and then he comes in and asks me something and I just blow up because I'm already like at that breaking point Mm -hmm. but I don't express it to him and that's something that I have really been working on is like I was building this chair yesterday and Cody came in and he asked me how it was and I just had to stop and I was like I'm really I'm getting really mad and I just need you to like please leave the room and close the door (laughs) and like that's so oh it's oh and it's like but I have to do that quite often like because I just like I haven't yet mastered how to have conversations in a calm way without calming myself down first right I have to like remove myself and just really let it go before I can talk about it because if I'm not fully over it yet I'm gonna get right back up there and I'm gonna like it's gonna be a fight again and I love it because like that's Tyler like honestly the poor thing he'll be (laughs) trying to do one thing and then he has to do like seven other things and then I just happen to be like hey what are you doing like yeah he's like I'm trying to fucking do this I'm like sorry (laughs) yeah and then we like we don't have separate rooms to separate like there's the bathroom and like that's it so yeah you know the poor thing like he's like Mm -hmm. hey just like the other day I don't even remember what happened but he just went he went took a shower and I was gonna go in and be like what's wrong and then I'm like no nope I'm gonna like give him space I'm not gonna because I want to I want to know I want to talk it out I'm gonna be like oh my gosh like Okay, this mm-hmm. is what I interpreted. So I need to like, I want to yeah, talk it out. But sometimes get it. he's like, no, give me two seconds. Yeah. And I, it's sometimes hard because sometimes I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. And it's hard to be on the opposite end. Like if you really want to help or you like, just, you think you'd like have an answer to the situation. Like it is hard, but like <sighs> everyone just like, honestly, just like, just take a breath every time, everything you're about to get into a fight or you're going to say something that you regret later. And you know, you can't take it back. Like just take that big breath and just try to like, it's so hard, but try to like just visually remove yourself from the situation and like, what's going on here? Yeah. Why did this blow up the way it did? Because 
nine, 10, nine times out of 10, it didn't have to go that way. There was so many other options, but it just wasn't seen in the moment. Yes. The best thing for me was like taking that breath and in that breath, you're thinking, okay, what am I feeling? Okay. As soon as you give that feeling a name, it takes down the intensity Mm -hmm. to two notches. After you figure out what you're feeling, figure out why, get to the bottom of it, understand. Okay. So when they said this to me, it made me feel sad. Or when they said this to me, it made me feel angry. It reminded me of this time. Somebody else said this thing to me, Mm -hmm. get to the bottom of it and then release it, cry, um, write it out, talk to the person, release it. And if you happen to um, react in a way that you don't like, if you explode and um, release the anger in an explosive way, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. Like I say, like, honestly, just look back at it in hindsight, figure out what you were feeling, why you were feeling it, get to the bottom of that. And then look at how you reacted why you didn't like the way you reacted and how you can react differently next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right, the biggest thing is just, just ownership all around 100%. and like, just leave that room for grace. Like it's never going to be perfect. Like Cody and I, like we've had a lot of like good fights that have like fizzled their way out. And then we've had some like, just like not good blow ups and like, it's going to be like that for everything. And like, you can't, like, you just got to let it go. You just got to take a breath and exactly like not beat yourself up. Like, don't put this expectation on yourself that now, like, okay, we've had this fight. I figured out this one thing. I can't ever do this again. Like, no. okay, it's going to happen. There's going to be situations where you're overwhelmed or whatever, but like, just got to be aware and just take that step and just own it and apologize and just take that time to on. reflect and mm-hmm. yeah, move on, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love it. Okay. I was going through my, what I've learned list and we haven't, we got sidetracked, but I love it. Um, honoring yourself when, what I've learned from this is honestly like truly listening to yourself, even if they're yelling at you, um, you can still respond purposely, purposefully. Um, Mm -hmm. this is something again, that I need to learn how to do with Tyler a lot easier. Um, but I can do this with strangers and customers like no tomorrow, honestly, personal relationships are really hard. Yeah. When it's so crazy. Yeah. To remove yourself personally, because when I was working as a bylaw officer downtown, a guy literally yelled at me for a solid three minutes, called me every name in the book and then told me, he's like, I hope you die of cancer and walked away with his $20 ticket that invoked all of this. And I just took a deep breath. I turned over to the lady that was waiting for me. And I said, hi there, how can I help you? She's like, are you fucking okay? I'm like, yeah, like that poor guy. And he was still yelling at me driving away yeah. as this is happening. I'm like, it literally has nothing to do with me. Yeah. It has everything to do with how their day is going. And but, strangers, it's so much easier to do that. It's so much oh. easier to like tell yourself that like, they're just having a hard time. Like that dude yeah. freaks me out because, you know, I'm sure he's just going to visit his like really unfortunate yeah. event or something. I'm not even going to make up fake situations because that's just rough. <laughs> but like, yeah, I always tell myself that, like, oh, yo, this dude is on his way to the most crazy emergency that's ever happened in the history of the world. So yeah, I give you a red fl- or a green flag. You're OK this yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Like, with Tyler, with personal, it's like- yeah, it's so like, hard because you just, you're invested, you're involved. You just like, I don't know why it's like easier to think bad of people that are so close to you. Like it's easier to be like, well, why would you hurt me like that? And like Cody's intention is never, ever, ever in the history of the world to hurt me. 
but that's always how I perceive it because that's just like, that's just my go-to and that's just what's happened from the past. But like, no matter how many times we like go through it and solve it, it's still really hard for me to understand and accept that. But like for strangers, it's no problem because you're not connected. There's no passion there. There's no like connection, no relationship. It doesn't matter. That's very interesting because for me, I always go back to um, when Tyler's having a bad time. I'm like, what did I do? Like I did something Mm. um, like, how can I fix this type thing? Like that's where I go. And I'm like, but, and then I start crying and then he feels bad because I'm crying. I'm like, no, like I'm trying to make you feel better. Like it's a horrible thing. But I always, it's always like, it's, it's not always about me, but that's how I perceive it. I'm like, fuck, like I fucked this up how can I make this better? Oh, wow. Yeah. I usually think the opposite. I usually think that people are like, you're doing, they're doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're like trying to like mess my shit up. Like, and that's like never <laughs> ever how it is. Like, oh man, it's crazy. There's yeah, it's hard. Life is a journey yes. guys, but you just got to keep on trucking and learning shit and letting go of your ego and your yes. pride because it's not going to get you anywhere. No, exactly. No, the ego is so hard. Like, just gotta figure out how to live with that mm-hmm. creature. Yeah. And it's like, and it's just like, it, I get it. Like, it doesn't feel good to like be embarrassed and be sad. And like, but man, that's where the growth is made. That's where you guys just gotta make a change and you just gotta take those emotions and get comfortable in the uncomfortable and Thanks. just try to grow. Yes. Um, the, um, the embarrassment thing, that's interesting when you said that because. I that was another emotion that I avoided mm-hmm. like the plague when people would say oh have you ever been embarrassed to be like nope don't get embarrassed nope because nope. I wouldn't fucking let myself get embarrassed like yeah. what I did well, like, so a- many questionable mm-hmm. shit like and people don't realize like a lot of things that people are anxious about they're and they're anxious to be embarrassed to look stupid or to like whatever their thing is like and that's why like a lot of people don't realize that is a big thing is like no one wants to be the dumb person who tripped on their feet walking no one wants to be the annoying kid who like couldn't throw their garbage out properly or like whatever the thing is like that's an embarrassing thing like and that's what a lot of it is like you just don't like no one wants to be that person like I know fear it's all in the fear right yeah oh fear controls everything like fear is one of the like most dangerous and powerful emotions there is because like fear can either drive you to challenge yourself and to change your entire direction or fear can cripple you or just like keep you dulled exactly where you it where you are Mm -hmm. yeah like it's oh man it's so hard but it's like exactly but it's the way that you cope with the emotions and the way that you react to them and you just don't let it get you down don't let it take control of your life because like what is fear gonna win what does it have to do what exactly from you a big thing that I learned in 2020, it was a mantra for a few months of mine was action conquers fear. Like just do the fucking thing. You're mm-hmm. going to be scared, but it's going to melt away step by step. You're going to do the thing. Like when I did my first live on Facebook, I showed up, I'm like, hi guys, Um, I'm sweating and like, just stay tuned. Like it's somewhere, it should be popping up in a, in my memory soon, but that I was so scared. I literally just announced to who knows how many people that I was sweating. And, Mm -hmm. but now I can just jump on the live, like, and talk about whatever very action conquers fear. Just do the thing. Obviously I'm not telling you to go jump in a tank of sharks if you're scared of sharks, but like safely, you know? Yeah. Do the good things that scare you. Yes. Oh, 
nice oh my gosh that was an awesome episode guys should we go through what we've learned what we're doing differently Mm, oh yeah (laughs) I feel like we kind of hit on it did we I feel like I feel like it kind of like I think so we yeah we've been saying the same things over and over again so Mm -hmm. and I feel like yeah I feel like you can piece together like how we transitioned (laughs) through that train yes exactly awesome well thank you guys so so much for sticking around for this episode this is episode six I hope you enjoy it um please reach out to us let us know what you are getting from these episodes episodes let us know what you're enjoying let us know what you want to hear in the future dm us i would love to hear from you and i am at cap no sorry at let's wander by morgan on instagram or at captain borgs 94 on instagram as well as always i'm just starting with alicia on every platform available and you can catch me i'm usually just hanging out on instagram yay awesome thank you guys so so much and don't forget to take those deep breaths Mm-hmm. do the thing yes action conquers fear okay have a good day guys bye, bye.